just to kind of catch things up, uh, this is a little extreme Drowis side quest we're doing is uh, last time we met, Akroma and Roja had left from the Underdark, taking some shortcuts out of Menzo Branson to head up to uh, Akroma's father's place, to Oros's um, lair, I guess, for lack of a better word. Mm. And the theory was that uh, once you left out of the cave that would bring you up out of the Underdark, one of Oros's servants would be waiting there for you to expediently take you to um, his lair. Now, real quick before we dive too far in, Ember, yeah. I'd like you to add in your equipment. Go to your character sheet. You should be able to go over into equipment, go to manage equipment. And once it stops being <laughs> silly. Loud. What's that? Is that background noise I have too loud? I don't hear anything. You're good. Okay. okay, so go to equipment. All right. Yep, and then under manage equipment, uh, type scroll and add a spell scroll of uh, a fifth level spell scroll to your equipment. All right. And that scroll that you have been given is a scroll of teleportation circle. So what will happen is when you have acquired the people you're supposed to meet, uh, you will take them to a territory that belongs to some allies of Oros, uh, a place called Cragmaw Castle, which is in the Westwood. And once you get there, you'll give them a password. Um, uh, the password is Draco Lich, and they'll let you in and give you access to their teleportation circle, at which point you will read that scroll and it will activate and teleport you to Oros's place, saving you several days of perilous journey across the um, Desrin Valley. Okay. So that's the basic plan. Uh, you proceed to the cave where you've been told that uh, these draw will be emerging and wait. Your okay. journey, journey there is uh, relatively uneventful. Um, you're taken uh, by air. There's a wyvern, a flying wyvern that uh, Oros has fly you there on, and then the wyvern continues on to deliver a package at his behalf to another dragon. 
So that's why it's not going to stick around and give you a ride back. Okay. So after about a day of waiting, um, as the sun starts to set, you notice a pair of drow begin to emerge from the underdark. Now, Roja and Akroma. Roja, you got like a ridiculously good uh, survival role at the end of the last session. Yeah. So you were able to like duck and weave and avoid any unnecessary entanglements with any other creatures of the Underdark and good. just kind of scoot up. You shaved about a day off of what you thought the trip was going to take. Nice. Have fun. Um, and so, yeah. Uh, Eventually, after a surprisingly calm trip from Menzo Brands, and you come to the mouth of this cave, and you can sort of see the fading sunlight um, creeping into the mouth of the cave as you're approaching from, from below. Doing anything special before you step out into the open air? Just some light stretches. Go back out. <laughs> back out into the air again. That was the the surface people. Oh yeah, I gotta get the smiles. Resting mm -hmm. Barbie face. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. It's too drow. It's too drow. Quarters <laughs> <laughs> go up. <laughs> oh yeah, it's closer. It's closer. Eyebrows or no eyebrows? How much eyebrows do we do? Let's <laughs> yeah. I'm just not gonna talk to anybody. You can talk. Okay, um, let's do that. About my character is like. What's going on over there? <laughs> yeah, so you see these two step out, and um, as you're uh, just sort of watching the area, and you see them stepping out, sort of stretching themselves and whatnot, um, are you hiding, or are you uh, planning on waiting where they would be able to easily see you? I'm out in the open. I'm not much of a hider. Okay. All right. Um, so yeah, it's not very difficult for you to spot uh, that there is a very sizable, you're pretty tall, right? Dragonborn woman? Yes, I'm seven and a half foot tall. Yeah, um, sort of sitting on some rocks not far from the cave mouth, watching the cave pretty intently. What? Is it typical for a drow to come out of this cave? Um, it's a known passage into and out of the Underdark. It's not typical for Drow to come out of the Underdark at all. Okay, so I would probably yell at them, Hey, you guys over there, you Drow. What are you doing? I'd be like, look at a chroma. Is that one of your people? I mean, she looks, or he or she looks quite draconic to me. I can't tell sexes. I, I mean, is that one of your people? My people? My people. Are, are we meeting somebody? My people? Yes. I thought you were better than this, though, huh? Giant eye roll. <laughs> so, so, I'm going to yell at them. Uh, do you want me what to just speak for I'm definitely looking for an answer. What language are you speaking? I'm speaking draconic because every other language is not good enough. Oh, we both understand. <laughs> I'm going to go with she's speaking draconic. 
<laughs> and that's probably whom we're supposed to meet. Well, enjoy that. <laughs> As I say in, in under common, I don't know, is that what it's called? Under common? Yeah, under common is the, yeah. is the uh, drow language. I definitely say in under common, all right, enjoy that. And I walk a little bit behind her. <laughs> hey, you're supposed to be my escort. We made it. I mean, <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. Far. Now we gotta walk out into the open again. Ugh. But okay, um, I'll be like, "Are you sent by Oros?" And then I'll say, "Depends who's asking." Well, are you here to pick up two drow women? <laughs> <laughs> What am I picking up these women for? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm asking you the questions. You're the one who said, hey, what are you doing? So we're asking, are I'm you watching the King Boros, and are you looking for drow women? Because we're here looking for someone sent by Oros the dragon. Do you have something that he might want? Roha, you might have to start talking. I'm, I'm gonna start getting angry. <laughs> Be like, you, you okay, Proma? You okay? I, I, I'm. My communication skills aren't working here. Can you just contact him again? Can, should we just go straight to the top and just ask him? I don't know. We're talking in undercommon right now. So I'll just be mm -hmm. blunt, and I'm going to either get an answer through intimidation or by other means. Do you have a package that he would want? Are you trying to intimidate us? I don't know. Are you going to answer otherwise? If you want to try an intimidation check, uh, you can go ahead and roll a 20-sided die. And then if you look on your sheet where it says intimidation near your skills, you will add what the modifier is there. And then I will need a charisma saving throw from Roja and from a chroma. Gotcha. So I got a 14. Oh, I got 15. Oh, hoo -hoo, I got a 21. Ah. My charisma is real good. <laughs> All right. So this dragonborn kind of puffs up and is, you know, Definitely putting on the um, you've you've seen this before among uh, draconic creatures. They have a tendency to like assert dominance, um, and you can tell that that socially is what's going on. This is this is more of an issue of she wants you to know that she is in charge and this is her territory. Um, is kind of what the two of you are getting from this based on your previous interactions with dragons. So I'll be like, Akroma, do you want to get on my shoulders? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I something I understand at this point? No. No, okay. we're, we're speaking in under common. But I'm giving you like some like confused side eye, like, all right, it's loud, we're loud, okay. And then, uh, you know, blah, 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 stuff you don't understand with the intense side eye. Yes. Uh, <laughs> So I'm going to try this again with... Wait, wait, are you speaking what I can understand now? I'll let you know when I'm speaking to you. Um, oh, okay. Uh, Roja, I'm going to try this again. We're going to okay. see if we can get an answer. I'm pretty sure I was pretty clear. Okay. 
Now I'm gonna speak Draconic. Okay. Hi, my name's Akroma. I am drow people. Drow come to go to Oros, dragon, <laughs> fire breath. Do I, should I know her name before? So like her saying her name, would that help me? Yeah, you would know that Akroma is the name of the daughter. Okay, sorry, my dogs are barking. <laughs> no, you're so, fine. Yes, you're the one I'm looking for. Sounded like her feet hurt. <laughs> Her dogs are barking. <laughs> oh no, the real one. So I'll say, yeah, you're the one I want. What, what's this with you over here? Quite forward, Roha. Quite forward. Or like a winky face. Because <laughs> you clearly pointed right at me. This is my escort, whom is Big Lady. <laughs> Control yourself, Ember. <laughs> Big Lady Drow. She knows land good. Good. Real good. <laughs> I'm going to roll my eyes and be like, all right, we should get going. Because <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to bow real dramatically. <laughs> That's a lot of stuff happening over there. <laughs> Probably some hidden content. <laughs> Very good. Um, you start heading out. Are you going to... Uh, share any of the details of where you're going or are you just going to kind of say ask them to come with you and then walk i'm just going to ask them to come with me and start walking i'm assuming they want to go as much as i want to get them there yeah that sounds fair uh you take off walking uh you are heading through the woods uh toward cragmaw castle it's not far it's only a couple of hours walk from uh, the cave mouth, which is why it was chosen as your meeting place. And as you're walking along, uh, Roja, why don't you go ahead and give me a survival check? You are in a forest environment. I can't remember what all uh, favored territories you have now. It, I don't have forests. I got a 19. Okay, as you're walking along, it seems like a fairly regular forest. The only thing that you notice that strikes you as slightly odd is there seems to be an absence of larger game animals here. Um, like the largest wild animal that you come across throughout your journey is like a rabbit. Mm. Some apex predators here, huh? <laughs> very possible and after about uh, three hours of walking you find yourselves uh, in front of what you assume is Cragmaw uh, Castle uh, I don't think any of you have ever been there before uh, directly and I will move you over there on the map just one moment sweet I'm also looking for where that is I have no idea where it is. Can you say that again? I'm sorry. What are you looking for right now, Tori? Oh, I'm I'm looking just 
to look, I see where I am now. He's just doing stuff with the map. Oh, I can see something. There we go. Something's coming. And remind me, Roja, did you bring Gamma with you? Um, yes, yes, he's in my bag. Okay. And at some point over the trip, I'm going to be like, let's stay in there till we figure out this dragon lady. <laughs> He says, that's fine, no problem. So as you are approaching Cragmont Castle, you start coming up from the south. Now there's a path that leads right up to that door on the south end, uh, and there's a path that, uh, a larger, more traveled path that leads to the what appears to be the principal entrance on the west. And as you're walking up, you can see that some of the walls seem to have been uh, kind of broken and reduced to rubble. And you can all also kind of make up it, make out as you're walking up that those front doors have been knocked off. Wow, nice place they have here. Is there a party? Where are you bringing us? Let's go in the front door. Okay, no answer. <laughs> So you want to go to the big door on the uh, west side? Yeah. I think I want to do a perception check because I still don't really know where we are and what we're doing here. Uh, sure. Go ahead and roll perception, and uh, you should be able to move your tokens yeah, I can do freely. It. I'll, I'll help her look around. Oh, wait. Was that fast enough? Wait, yeah, help? you can give her advantage. It's fine. Okay. Nice. I'm helping you look around since we're both kind of like, what is this? Ooh, first one was better. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, it was six. Do we add initiative to perception check? Or just our perception? Just your perception. And I'm sorry. It's like I've never played before. Um, 19. Okay, 19 is pretty good. Um, so as you're walking up, you see that uh, it looks like the door was made with uh, wood that had reinforced iron bands on it. It looks like it, the two doors that are laying in the doorway were literally ripped off their hinges. Um, the uh, floors, as you're walking up to that plaza, look like they've been cracked and worn over time. Um, the exterior walls uh, have been basically reduced to rubble in, in various areas. Uh, the rubble is piled up to make sort of like a makeshift barrier. And some of those areas of damage look pretty old. Um, but the doors looks, look, look like a relatively recent bit of destruction. You also do see that there are arrow slits in the castle walls about 10 feet above the outside ground level. Okay, so I'm going to go with this castle has been attacked recently, so um, Miss Giant Lady Dragon, uh, do you think maybe we should think twice before going into a castle that has been damaged unless you have done this damage? I will take that as a compliment that you think I did this damage. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> and then I will say, I'm sorry that I'm, first of all, I'm sorry that I'm bad at names. This is where we're supposed to be regardless of danger or not, right? Travis, what are you talking about? Yeah, talking about absolutely that. correct. Yeah. We have to go in here if you want to get where you're going. We have to go. If in. you would like to choose the door, we can rock, paper, scissors for it. I'll ask her in Draconic and I'll be like, have you ever been here before? And then I will go. Because <laughs> I didn't know that she spoke it. <laughs> we both do. And I'll be like, what did you And say? I'm going to use all the polite honorifics and be like, oh, have you ever gone to this castle before in your travels? Travis, she never gave us her name, by the way, Roja. What did you ask me? I'm sorry. Travis, have I ever gone to this castle before? <laughs> you have never uh, actually been here. No, you just knew how to get here. I will say no. You had been given directions. That's about it. I'm just following what the man paying me is telling me to do. That is fair. So I'll be like, Tori, does your dad know this place looks like this? Is, is that part of Can I understand you? Who is this? Tories. Excuse about. me. A chroma? Sorry, the wine's hitting. I'll, I'll just continue in draconic since the secret's out now. I'll just be like, you, <laughs> would your dad send us to like a place like this? Is like he wouldn't trap us, right? He told you to. He wants you to make it back. Yeah, no, he needs what I have. So. Okay, so then it's it's probably as safe as it could possibly be. We could be careful, but I feel like we're supposed to be here, so we could probably go in. Half I'd keep your, your guard up. And also, Travis, I can't move my my token, so. Oh, that's right. They were being a pain in the butt. Hold on. So which door? You're going to go up to the front door? Is that correct? That I said happen? front door, but I said that if a chroma would like to rock, paper, scissors, she can't. I don't know. You could go to the front door. Okay, we're going to the right. front so you make your way to the front and you can all see fairly well what's happening, right? Yeah. Excellent. So you make your way to the front door. Uh, are you planning on taking the lead to go inside, Ember? Yes. Excellent. As you're walking up, um, I assume you're not trying too hard to be uh, particularly sneaky. No. What is each of your passive stealth scores. And the way you would find that is you look at your stealth modifier under skills and then just add 10 to it. Oh, I have 14. 12. 13. And 12. Oh, we're sequential, that's so cute. Let me just check something real quick. Oh, Chroma trips over her own feet. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I've done they've set me up before <laughs> I got, I got you've also out. put people in walls I'll before the so there's that I did that I don't think I did that I thought uh, uh, Ravena did that oh you were the teleporter well I teleport but I didn't teleport other people I teleport myself mm. never mind Comment taken back. No, I don't remember. I think I, I put like, like we got injured before, but mm -hmm. we get stuck in a wall. 
I did teleport all of us. Really that was it, and we all got we hit with the scroll. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, that, that wasn't was, a wall though. I think we just like all almost. Oh, it was rough. Yeah, it was rough. Yeah. Okay. Like a graveyard. So as you're walking up, you're certainly not trying very hard to be quiet or anything along those lines. You step over the broken doors, um, and I would like a perception check from each of you. Is this passive or do I have to roll? You go ahead and roll. I have no idea. That is so funny. You got a what? 28? 28. 19 with a plus nine for Bard. I didn't. I got I got a uh perception at 17. All right. And what did Ember get? You're muted. Sorry, my dogs were yelling. Oh, I no, got, well, I rolled a seven, but I'm a negative one. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you are focused on your own determination. Um, <laughs> I, would like, pay attention. I would like a quick initiative roll from uh, Roja and uh, Ember. Oh. Can you tell me what an initiative roll is? Sure. Up top of your sheet, you should have a thing that says initiative. Just roll a 20-sided die and add that to it. 16. 19! Normally... Oh having a higher initiative is a good thing. But the reason that you had this check was to see whether or not Roja could stop you before you trip the tripwire that she saw that you were about to step on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all determination and no finesse. <laughs> no one can stop this train. <laughs> oh, no. I'll be like, Ember! Well, we don't even know her name yet. We right. Dragon lady! As you, as you step through the doorway, I need all three of you to make a dexterity saving throw, please. Oh my goodness, there's so much going on. So ugly. Oh no, I died. I got a one. Good. I got a 15. I got a 20, not natural. All right, so the drow jump back as a part of the ceiling collapses in <laughs> and just piles on top of Ember. Um, <laughs> it's, it's as if she stepped directly into the center. <laughs> this is going to happen and ember takes uh eight points of bludgeoning damage oh, as these stones fall on her head so i'm i don't know so i take my max hp and subtract eight yes uh you want to make sure you keep track of what your max hp is because that's important but yeah you, so you would subtract eight from your hp total for now okay. wait so do you have it on your screen I think she has Ember's old fashioned that way. Sorry, I'm old. No, you're fine. You um, all right. <laughs> and then I, I will need. I can lift 450 pounds, so hopefully I can just be like, "Oh shit, that sucks." <laughs> I mean, it's not. You're not immobilized by any stretch of the imagination. It didn't even knock you prone. It just a bunch of rocks fell on you and it hurt. Um, not that I would ever let anyone know that. Akroma, go ahead and give me an initiative roll if you don't mind. Uh, 18. Dang, this blue dice is getting me some places. Okay. So, um, at the end of the turn, basically, 
uh, you hear movement coming from the north and the south as these doors open you see a pair of goblins pour out of one door a series of hobgoblins come out of the next door to the north and a group of goblins rush out of the south door all right <clears throat> so top of the round ember you have the first action as you see these creatures come running out they appear to be aggressive they do not appear to be anyone that has been in the employ that you've seen anyway working for uh oros um the goblins are a bit strange looking as they have an extra set of arms an extra set of eyes and are leaking kind of a slight green slime from their eyes, nose, and mouth. Have I seen these before? You've not seen these types of goblins before, no. Okay. Um, okay, so this is going to be my first turn, so like ever, so you have to be patient with me. Am I allowed to talk to the people around me? Yeah, absolutely. So, Roz, so Roja's next to me, and uh, Tori Akroma is behind me. That is correct. And the little flump thing that's next to Roja is actually in her backpack. Okay. You don't know he's there yet. Right. Okay. I'm not concerned about him either way. Okay. <laughs> so I'm going to yell to uh, Roja, take the ones on the left. I got the ones on the right. And are they mostly out of the door? Uh, it seems as though at this point, just one of them has actually entered the area. Um, the others, the door is open and the others behind it seem to be readying uh, longbows. Oh, good. So I'm going to fire breath. Excellent. Um, so that's a 15 foot cone, correct? Uh, th yeah, that sounds right. And which fire breath are you using? Um, the fire fire breath as the red dragon. Oh, right, because the other one's a different breath. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, so they will need to make a dexterity saving throw. What is the difficulty of that dexterity saving throw? Um, I don't know how to tell you that. What am I looking for? Should say save DC or dex DC. Sorry, there's too many pages. No, you're fine. Is it under my features and traits then, or actions? Should be under features and traits, might be under actions. Um, so, let's see. Attack slash save is dexterity 12. 12, okay. So the first one makes it, second one makes it, third one does not make it. So you roll a full damage, and the first two in line will take half, and the third one will take the full damage. Or the, actually, the third one is far enough back that he won't take any damage. 
okay. first two will take half damage as they sort of hit the ground as you breathe fire over them. Okay, so 76. Yep. So. Wow. Okay. That's not, not a small amount of damage. Right. No. All right, so I'm going to do three at a time, okay? Sure. All right, oh, shit. I got a one, a two, and a one. We need to do better than that. A seven, a four, and a one. And then a six. Okay, so seven, eight, and 12 plus six is 18. Right? Is that correct? That sounds right. I can tally next time. That's fine. So they each take nine hit points worth of damage, uh, which sucks for them, but does not kill them. They're not happy about it. Uh, that hurt like a son of a gun. <laughs> but they are still alive. So. Well, I'm disappointed about that. And that is your full action. Do you have any bonus actions or move? Uh that you would like to take. I didn't pick up any stones. Do I have to say that I picked up stones to throw we them? We discussed that earlier, that you have the stones in your pocket. So. All right. Then um, I will throw some stones at them. And that is a bonus action to enchant them and then an action to throw them. Uh, oh, okay. So, so you can enchant them as a bonus action at the end of this turn. Sure. And then I'll next turn them. you'll have them in your hand. Sure. So you see uh, Ember reach into her pouch and pull out three um just little round pebbles they're badass pebbles guys be, be scared i don't know about you chroma but i'm like intently watching like over my shoulder what this mess that's going on over here <laughs> well that brings i'm like wow down. there's stones? there's breath and now we got stones okay what's next <laughs> <laughs> i am not impressed uh, it was dragon breath <laughs> um I hope you didn't My turn. Um, <laughs> I do think that my buddy's side looks a little more intimidating. So I'm going to move into, I wish I could move myself, but I cannot. Sure, I want to sure. move into that line. Yes. Yep. Right exactly there. right there. And then I am going to cast at the third level agonizer's scorcher okay so a line of roaring flame 30 feet long five feet wide will emanate from me straight down that line of ugly guys all right and they make a save or do you make an attack check oh they must make a dexterity saving throw let's see how that goes for them my guess is not going to be awesome. Okay, the first one missed horribly. What's your save, DC? A dexterity save is 15. Okay, the second one makes their save. Third one does not. Fourth one does. So the first two, uh, they take half damage on a failed save? They will take 3d8 fire damage on a failed save or half that much 
on a successful one. Yep, so roll uh, 3d8 and then the first, or no, don't forget to. Since I cast it on a higher level, right. um, I do get to do one more d8. Right, so roll four or eight sided dice and then the first and third one will take half that damage and the rest will take all of it. Okay, well, those are pretty good. And because I cast uh, my spell attacks, get a plus seven for my charisma, and then my, since this is fire, it gets a plus three, correct? Um, the area effects don't get the charisma bonus, but they do get the fire bonus. Okay, so I've got, I'm adding the fire already. So I have a 10, 9, 9, 7. So 1828 plus 7 is 35. Um, all four of them die. Nice. You just burn, you just burn <laughs> the skin off of their bones and their blackened, ashy bones at the ground and crumble into charcoal. I think I turn to the dragon and I'm like, and that's how you use fire. Oh, <laughs> you better watch yourself. The next one's going to be at you. Anything, <laughs> Good luck. anything uh, else? Any bonus actions or other movement? Anything along those lines? Um, uh, no, I'm good. All right. That brings us to uh, the remaining villainous folk. Let me just finish deleting these poor hobgoblins that never had a chance. <laughs> they were... Alaska are those bigger than people. the green ones? The ones you're deleting right now? Yeah, so the green ones are basically about the size of like a deep gnome. Okay. And the hobgoblins are a little bit bigger than... They're about your size, actually. Mm -hmm. A little bit bigger than an average person. Um, so, these goblins that are still up uh, the first one is going to run up and basically get right in Akroma's face. The second one is going to run up and get right in Ember's face. The third one is going to fire a um, longbow. And <clears throat> the fourth one is going to run up and get in Roja's face. And then this one up here is going to fire a longbow. So... Let me make some attacks. Tori, how do you know what to add to your attack again? Um, at the top, of, if you're at your spells, if you click on spells, it'll show at like right under all the like categories. It has a plus three modifier, plus seven spell attack, and your save DC right there right before where you can search. Okay, okay, sorry. All right, <clears throat> so the first one that runs up and gets in your face, Akroma, actually, uh, you see it's not carrying any weapons, and, but you do see that the multiple hands have kind of these gnarly claws on the end of them. So it's going to try to swipe you with its claws and bite you. Question, do I ever get a reaction to this stuff or no? You absolutely get a reaction, yeah. Okay. Yeah, one reaction yeah. per turn. Can I react before this happens or wait until it happens? Yeah, an action has to happen to trigger your reaction. Gotcha. Um, so the first one uh, swings and misses. The second claw attack is a natural 20, so that hits, and then that opens him up for a bite, um, which does a 15 hit you. Uh, I have armor class 15. Okay, so that will hit. 
Um, so you take from the claw attack that hit you, you will take three points of slashing damage. And from the bite, you will take three points of piercing, and I need you to make a constitution saving throw. All right. Ooh, not as good. I got a 14. All right, you're not poisoned from it, but you do take um, one additional point of poison damage. So seven altogether. Yep. And you can make a reaction if you want to at this point. I do. Um, I am a war caster, so your reaction can be an opportunity attack to cast a spell that has a casting time of one and targets only that creature. He would have to provoke one. He hasn't provoked an opportunity attack. He'd have to leave your space to do that. Um, oh, I thought because I can, because I'm a war caster, my reaction can be that. If he does something that provokes an attack of opportunity. So running up to you doesn't provoke one, but if he were to back up from you, it would. Because you only get that opportunity attacks when somebody leaves your threatened area. So oh, if like somebody's then why do I be a warcaster? It says you be, can because if somebody's if somebody moves through, so like you have an area that you threaten that's five feet around you. If some if an enemy leaves that space without using the disengage action, you can get a free attack at them as they're stepping away. Okay, so that's, so that's what that's for. Warcaster. That's the only time Warcaster applies. But if you have Hellish Rebuke or something like that, you can use that because he did deal you damage. Okay, but I can... So can I not even hit him? Once your turn rolls around, you can. Okay, but then you what, don't, you don't, what is a reaction then? Uh, reactions usually have to be triggered um, and they function a certain way. So like I said, if he moved out of the way, if you had a counter spell, that's a reaction spell. A shield spell is a reaction. Um, you can sort it by bonus action reaction in your D&D. Yes. You can hit reaction and it'll show you this. We probably don't have a lot of them. Yeah. I only have two. Yeah, there's not a lot of them. Mine says actions in combat, opportunity attack, or warcaster. Right. So, so the, I thought I could do that, but I guess. Yeah, I no, it, the warcaster just lets you, because normally when you take an opportunity attack, it only lets you do it with a weapon. So. If you have Warcaster, you can use a spell instead of a weapon. And it lets you cast more than one spell on a turn. And you've okay. used it before, so it's not like it's a waste of a spell for you. They're a waste of a feat. No, I just I just thought that's why I had the reaction. Otherwise, so I, I cannot react then now. Right. You don't have a valid reaction you can take yet. Okay, then go on. Right. <laughs> I can <laughs> All right, that brings us to the next goblin who is going to run up on Ember. Uh, same routine, claw, claw, bite. So uh, the first roll is a 14. Does that hit your armor class? Yes, I'm 11. Okay, second roll was a 21, or 20, 21. So they both hit. Um, that's both claws. Let's see if the bite gets you. The bite does not. So from the claws, you will take what I do with Metal Keltrip. There we go. Take eight points of um, slashing damage from its claws as it starts ripping at your, uh, at your chest. 
It does try to bite you and you're able to sort of back away from that. Okay. Got it. And then that brings us to the third one that's going to claw claw bite at Roja. Uh, I've got a 20. Oh yeah, that hits. And does a 16 hit. I am an AC 16. All right, let's try the bite. Uh, the bite does not hit. So you'll take two, six points of slashing damage from these claws. Six points, okay. Yep, lastly, these two are going to fire from the background. One is shooting at um, Roja, the other is shooting at Ember. They do have disadvantage because they're firing into a melee. So the first one firing on Ember got a 18, which hits, right? And the one firing at uh, Roja got a 11, which does not hit. So Ember, you get an arrow in your shoulder and take three points of piercing damage from that. That will bring us to Roja's turn. All right. Well, it's escalated. Um, if I cast Shatter, it says it has a 10-foot range in between the two guys on my side. Will it take them both out, or will it hit me too? If you drop Shatter in that like space right between them, yeah, I know it won't hurt you. Okay, I would like to cast Shatter, please. All right. <laughs> they make a constitution save against Shatter. Is that how that works? Yes, for 14. Uh, first one makes their save, oddly enough. Second one does not. Okay. Um, <laughs> so the archer made his save. The one that's right next to you is about to have a very bad day. Motherfucker. They're all twos. I got six. I could have hit him with my bow for more than that. <laughs> so he takes six. And does it knock him prone or deafen him or anything like that? Thunder damage. Nope, no, no status effects, just uh, 3d8. It's still, uh, still some hurting. Good. Anything? And I'll be like, it's okay, Dragon Lady. You gave us the tough ones. We took them out. We'll finish up here and help you. <laughs> I'm going to get them. <laughs> like, don't worry. It's okay. We're all getting beat up. It's, we've had a first day, too. We'll be there in a second. All right. This guy. <laughs> I'm going to tell her to sit down. <laughs> that brings us back to the top of Roja? initiative. So, uh, Ember, it is your turn. Okay. Uh, hang on, let me get my spell list because I'm a noob. What if she pinched him out? What did you say, Tori? I said, I can't believe you printed them out. I'm old school. I'm so much older than you. <laughs> not. And Travis is right here. <laughs> <laughs> Shots fired at Travis. It's true. Okay, I have a quick question. So if I do chill touch, do I get them all in that? Or is it like a one person thing? I believe it targets one person. They should usually say that it'll either target 
a creature or target an area usually? It does target one person. The hand reaches out and grabs onto a person. Okay, so if I do an Eldritch Blast, does that get all of them? And same thing with Firebolt. Uh, Firebolt is definitely only one person. Eldritch Blast, you get a number of them depending on what your level is. Okay, is that the note that says count two? Yep, so you can fire two different blasts. So you can fire, you can either pick two targets or you could shoot one person twice with your Eldritch Blast. Nice. Okay, I will do Eldritch Blast and I will. Do it like this. Right there in the corner. I can't see you. Do it again. Do it like this. Be like, <laughs> like this. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> hey, those are my guns. I'll, yeah, I'll hit both, the one in front of. Uh, a chroma and the one in front of me. Okay. Uh, and each of those, because they are within five feet of you, you'll make each of those attacks at disadvantage because they're very close to you. So okay. And then so roll two 20 sided dice, take the worst of the two for each attack. No, I rolled two twice. Right. So you roll two, and that's your first attack. And you pick the lower of the two. Nine. You want, you could use a weapon and then. So my Eldritch Blast gets plus six on an right. attack. So nine plus six is 15 on the first one. Which hits, absolutely. Okay, and then do it again? Yep. And then... Oh, that's a one, seven. Okay, you got a one on the die? Yeah. All right. So you fire the first Eldritch Blast, oh, no. um, and you hit the one that's in front of... Uh, me. Chroma. Go ahead and make damage for that one. <laughs> roll the damage for it, Ollie. Yep. Go ahead and roll the damage for your Eldritch Blast for that one. Sorry. No, you're fine. Ten. There's too yep. many windows to go between. So an Eldritch Blast is a 1d10. Yep. And then you add your plus six that you got to hit with it because it's a targeted spell. And don't you have that bonus thing for your blast? I think that's the plus six is the bonus thing. Oh, okay. So Eldritch Blast plus six. So seven plus six is uh, All right. So you hit that one, um, and basically he just turns to liquid. <laughs> sprays everywhere. Oh, no. Oh, all um, over a chroma. It's pretty gross. Is it acid? She is welcome. Have you... <laughs> As you put out your hand to Eldritch Blast, the second one, he slaps your hand away and you spin 180 degrees shooting Rohan in the back with an Eldritch Blast. Go ahead and roll that. Oh, no. I knew she was going to hit someone with, with a nat one. You hit someone. I got a roll. me. Yeah, roll the damage. I'm going to be like, I winked at you, you jerk. It's a nine plus six. Oh. <laughs> All right, so, I'm uh, so much better at attacking my friends. You take eight points of force damage, and you hear, oh, from inside your backpack. Uh-oh. I didn't know you had a backpack, friend. I'd be like, Kim, are you okay? Can I talk even though it's not my turn? Yeah, you can talk. Kim, are you okay? That hurt. Okay. Do I need to adjust his HP stuff? Uh, yeah, he takes eight, eight points of damage. He took the other eight? Okay. And I'll be like, watch where you point that thing. I thought you could fight. <laughs> but now I'm like really disgruntled because I was teasing earlier. And now I'm like, hey, I thought 
Well, I thought we could fight here. <laughs> it is now Akroma's turn. Uh, I'll be like, I'll kind of side eye her, like. Right. Like, we don't know you <laughs> if you just egg the ranger. Yeah, like, <laughs> uh oh. Because we, we still don't really know her. She could have right. done it on purpose. Assassinate <laughs> us, Akroma? The new daughter to your dad? She's a girl. She wrote a new daughter. Watch her. Roha couldn't see what happened at all, but you could see very clearly, Akroma, what happened was like she sort of, when she put her hand out, like that goblin just slapped her hand and she spun her. I mean, it was almost like a Three Stooges bit from where you were standing. Okay, okay. I'm still going to be like. Control. That's all I say. That's right. lovely coming from you. <laughs> um, okay, uh, let's do it. Um, I am going to use three. So no one's dead yet? Or no, that one little guy was dead. Yeah, so I killed the one in front of you. You're welcome. <laughs> I saw what happened. <laughs> All right, I'm going to jump in between these two guys. And they're still alive, those two at the top of Roha, right? Uh, yes, they are. So I'm jumping in between both of them. I'm going to green flame blade using my whip. All right. <laughs> the whip? And, and I'm going to uh, whip the one in front of me, and then the green flame blade blade is going to hopefully cause the fire to attack the one behind me as well. All right, go ahead and make your attack check against the one that's in front of you. <laughs> Forget what I have to do. I'm, I'm really bad with weapons because I don't use them. <laughs> um, well, I'm good with weapons, but not good with knowing what to do with it. So, three, four. So they both get the green flame blade damage though. Right, because you only have to hit the one. Right, right, right. And then it jumps to the other person. So I got a seven of whip damage, and then the green flame blade damage is 1d8 plus three. Oh, plus five. So seven plus five is 13. So it's 12? 12. 12. 12. But you have to roll the hit first, though. Which is 20. Yes, a 20 plus your uh, melee attack bonus. Melee attack bonus. Yeah, so it should be, uh, it should say next to the whip what your plus is. It's like oh, your plus DC. DC. Hit DC plus nine? Yeah. Okay, so 16 plus nine is 25. Yeah, you bring the whip around and uh, smack the one in the face and the fire jumps uh, over you and both of them drop dead in a pile of ashes. Nice, Akroma. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. And do you have any other actions that you would like to take, Akroma? Um, can I? No, I just want to say that I didn't jump in between them. I cartwheeled because I'm an acrobat. <laughs> That's fair. Scarves were waving in the wind. It was a great thing. So, so this one is going to move around five feet uh, 
basically pivot to the other side of ember. Um, this one is going to step out 5, 10, 15 feet. And when he does this, um, he takes his action and bangs into this sort of rubble wall to the side here, knocking some of the rubble in. And then this one is going to move 5, 10, 15 and step up. So um, this guy back here is going to fire at a chroma, which does not give him disadvantage because he's not shooting into a melee. Can I have a question? Yes. So when I'm going through my stuff, what is a bonus action? A bonus action you can take on your turn. Usually it requires some sort of a trigger, but not always. Okay, so my, my magic bonus action, am I allowed to throw those as a bonus action? Uh, no, you throw them on your action. Okay. But you've got it in your hand and, and cast as a bonus action. So on your next turn, you can throw them. Okay. I, they just were in my bonus action and my, my reaction, so I got confused. They're in your reaction? Oh, no, sorry, I was on bonus action. They're just okay. both. Yeah, because that confused me too. All right. Um, <laughs> does a 14 hit a chroma? Does a 14? No, I'm a 15. All right. Uh, the arrow goes wide and hits the wall next to you. Um, this one right here does not have an action. Um, this one and this one both do. Um, so the one that's closer to Roja is going to swing, try to claw claw bite at Roja. The one's closer to Ember is going to try to claw claw bite at Ember. And because the other one knocked on the wall, the rest of the creatures that are in that room all get to make their movement this turn. Oh no. So the one that is uh, swinging at Roja, the first hit is a 17. How? <laughs> she, she goes, how? <laughs> that does hit you, correct? Yes, I have a 16. Great, <laughs> I need them to come. Barely hit you. She take uh, five points of piercing damage. On the second roll, he got a natural one, though. So as he swipes around with his second claw, um, he, like, basketball jams his fingers against you and starts screaming as a point of bashing damage. Um, then the one that's in front of Ember, uh, the first attack is an 18, and the second is a 11. 11 is my armor class. Okay. So you take... Um, Let's see. Three, four, six points of uh, slashing damage from the claws. And he misses his bite completely. And then the rest of these guys are going to make their run. So we got 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. When do you get both back? Like coming out. Um, resting or somebody casting a healing spell or taking a healing potion. Ugh. Annoying. All right. 
So they all run out. And as these kobolds come running out, immediately, uh, Roja and Akroma, you notice these. Co you you notice the kobolds and you recognize them. These are the same kind of kobolds that you fought uh, in that underground cavern oh so many ages ago that had stolen the um, the goo dwarven... people's treasure. Yes. <laughs> these oh, are the goo kobolds. Yep. I'd be like, you! <laughs> I'd be like, hey, do you remember us? We killed your friends. And their pets. Yeah. <laughs> With my <laughs> giant stature. Furious. That's your, uh, <laughs> that's their whole action. So that brings us to um, Roja. What would you like to do? Well, I'm going to cast Shatter again on this guy here. I wasn't going to do it. I was going to melee, but it's, it's a lot of people. So, like, I don't know if you're seeing my pings. I don't see your ping. Are you oh, right? next to that? Oh, that was you. How did you ping? Double click. You, double click. You can't ping on a person. So you're talking like. Oh, uh, so next to that. Yeah. So it's that? like the 10 foot radius will hit like five of them. Oh. My oh, so you want to the right of me. Does that make sense? Cast there. Right? Yeah, two to the right of me. So it'll hit like one, two, three, four, five, six of them. Right. Yeah, no, that's a good That's a good, uh, good call. All right. I'm going to be like, my swords are itching. I'm going to need to bust them out in a soon. I forgot to um, redo my fire breath. Oh, uh, go ahead and roll a six-sided die and let me know what you got. What is my goal? Uh, you, you, I think it's a five-six recharge. Six. Woo right. Yay. So your fire breath recharges. Um, what's your save DC? Mine. Uh, no, Roja. Oh, it is Constitution fourteen. Okay. First one fails. Second one fails miserably. Third one makes it. Fourth one fails, but he has advantage because he's behind it. Door. No, he does. He isn't behind the door, but the two that are behind the wall do have advantage because they're behind a wall. Uh, he makes it, and he still fails. So the one that's actually like right next to where it went off, and this one right here um, made their saves. The rest failed. So go ahead and roll your uh, shatter damage. Nine. Oh my gosh. Okay, fourteen, and then plus one more. 14, 15, 16, Mother Chuckers. Okay. So that's eight to the ones that made their save and six yep. to the ones that did not. So let's see how this goes. Ew. All right. Uh, so they all explode. Yes! That's the good news. The bad news is Ooh. that they all explode. So... <laughs> um, when they explode, uh, where each of these little kobolds is, is now a wall of green slime, and I'm going to need uh, dexterity saving throws from Roja and from Akroma. Oh, thank God. Dexterity is now my strong point. Dex saving throw. All right. Oh, that's 20 plus two, 22. Oh, I got a 12. I'm going to get gooey. This blue dice is giving me <laughs> I'm going to get gooey. <laughs> Not the fun way. 
<laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, if that's what, is, what she really said in real life, I'm looking at them like. <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't what, really. I don't know if that's real life. But. What was your uh, What was your save total? Oh. Well. It's okay. I was distracting after that, I guess. You back out of the way as this green slime kind of spurts just like right past your face. Um, yeah, you like Neo from the Matrix and it gets out of the way. But um, that whole area is now covered in green slime. So, so like there's a wall between them and me? Well, everywhere where you see those cobalt, that line of kobolds that are all next to one another yeah. is now just covered in green slime. Ouch. And that brings us to the top of the initiative order. So, Ember, what would you like to do? I'm going to fire breath them. Okay. So, if, uh, I, if I fire breath directly, I, I can't like, do the double point thing. It's not working for me. The one... If you, if you go right here, you'll get all three of these guys. Okay. It's yeah. a 15-foot cone. Sorry, I did but one. You'll actually also get this guy back here. All right, let's do it. All right. Uh, what dice do I roll? Uh, they roll a, a dexterity saving throw. You just need to let me know what your save DC is for. Um, your save is dexterity 12. Okay. The so first... First goblin doesn't make it. Second goblin doesn't make it. Third goblin makes his save, so he'll take half damage. Um, the fourth, the goblin shaman doesn't make it either. Nice, good. So you got all four of them, and only and only the one that's like right below you is going to take half damage. So the rest take full. So go ahead and roll that damage up. All right, that's seven d. All right, here we go. We got one, one, two. So it's four. I'm so good at rolling dice. Four, one, one. Eight and ten. And then we'll one more. Six. Yay! Sixteen, not bad. Uh, first goblin bites the dust. Um, actually, I do believe all of the goblin goblins are about to purchase some agricultural property mm. by the farm. Yep, they have 13. <laughs> so. Gonna throw yeah. it out there, guys. I'm still taking out people, okay? There's a lot in front of me and I'm making them dust. People, people, and your, your people you're escorting, right? Those people too? <laughs> I'm actually only escorting one of you. She's still salty. It's true. She didn't actually hit the person she was uh, escorting. I mean, I'd like to think Akroma would throw a fit and not go willingly if her friend <laughs> got beat up, is what I would like to think. I was, I gave her side eye. I was like, yeah. hey, oh, I I right. Now, the me. shaman is definitely still up. No. All right, that's okay. Okay. So. That brings, did you have any other actions, Ember? No. All right. 
Um, so at the, don't forget at the beginning of your next turn, you can roll to recharge that if you want to. All right. Um, all right. That brings us to Akroma. What would you like to do? Okay. So that's a slime wall. And they were also coming through this dirt hole right here. Uh, there's, that's where the goblin shaman came from for sure. But this is a door too right here. And that door is open. That door is open. So we see yeah. that there's a guy right there. Yeah, so where they ran out, when, when the goblins came pouring out of that room, they left the door hanging wide open. Okay, so this is what I want to do. I would like to... One, two, three, four. I can move 20 feet, right? Yes, if you... Okay, so what I want to do is I want to move this way, okay. jump on top of Roja, and like put my hands on her shoulders, and then kind of almost leapfrog over her onto Ember, but I put my feet on Ember to jump over her, and then I flip off. All right, give me just an acrobatics check to make sure you don't like face plant in the process. Finally, I get an acrobatics check. <laughs> Finally, it works out. You got this. All right, I got 20, but not natural. All right, you uh, stick the landing perfectly. 10. <laughs> um, and then I am going to hit someone in the face, hopefully. Let's just, ooh, chromatic orb, isn't as nice. Uh, let's do Agonazar's Scorcher again. Am I saying okay. right, Agonazar's? Agonazar's. Agonazar's. I think. Agonazar's, Agonazar's. Ah, eh. Let's Chicago. see if it's, some of these. Some of what? Some of these uh, entries in D&D Beyond have a pronunciation. Oh, hmm. that would be very helpful for some people who don't know how to read, like myself. <laughs> well, I got to tell you, I've learned how to read by like reading, not by like speaking. Um, so it's very difficult for me a lot of times. You to... have to say them out loud. Like you're like, this is what I thought. I read it. Right. I mispronounce shit all the time in tabletop games. Um, the worst was playing Vampire the Masquerade. I mispronounced like clan names and discipline names for years before I started playing online and learning how wrong I was about how things were pronounced. So oh. yeah, um, go ahead and... Uh, I'm just doing it at the second level. Do I have to roll anything? Uh, they make a saving throw, right? Deck save? They do. They have to do a deck save as well. They have to get over a 15. Or 15 and over. Yeah, so you just roll your damage. The uh, goblin archer in the back did make it, so the goblin shaman did not. All right. So we're going to have a 5 plus 6 is 11, plus another 11 is 22. All right, goblin shaman dies in fiery hell. Um, yeah. The goblin archer in the back, who seems to be the luckiest goblin you've ever encountered in your life, <laughs> um, is still up, but is severely wounded. You've got to be kidding me! That's what I say. Yeah, it sucks for him. He's having a bad day. <laughs> All right. I'm sorry. Tori, how'd you get in front of me again? 
Uh, I leaped over you. So like I leapfrogged onto your shoulders with my feet and then I flipped off you. She she jumped on hands on me and then feet on you because you're not a friend yet. And then acrobatics. <laughs> She's also much taller than you. I'm not so allowed to have a reaction to that? No. Uh, there's not much. She didn't leave your threat range, so no. Oh, okay. <laughs> you could you could hit her on the way out if she kept moving. But. Oh, okay. <laughs> not like I hurt you. I I'm just feel messing with her a little bit. Like, yeah. <laughs> that. That's fine. Um, so that brings us to uh, the bad guys. So this archer that's left is going to. Um, uh oh. He knows he's dead, basically. So he's going to try to put an arrow in, into uh, a chroma. I assume a 14 does not hit? It does not. I'm a 15. Excellent. Do I dodge or do I grab it? Can I grab it so I don't dodge and hurt, hurt anyone? I mean, you can probably slap it out of the way, but you're not going to catch it. Dang it. So. This kobold comes running out screaming. <laughs> <laughs> and what the hell? <laughs> you killed my friends and your and family beforehand. He runs up and he's got a like a leather sap basically that has like a pouch full of like rocks and dead bugs in it, and he just hits you in the face with it. Get the rocks. Yeah. Get the rocks. That's your money maker. Natural 20. Oh. Um. No. <laughs> Nat 20 hit me in the face with a leather satchel full of rocks. Yeah. So you take eight points of uh, bludgeoning damage as he smacks you across the face with his uh, rock sack. And everybody else goes, ooh. <laughs> that is how I make my money, sir. <laughs> And that brings us to Roja. What would you like to do? <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, I'm gonna look like do something like that. <laughs> and then I'm gonna get these swords ready and right. run down here. I, it won't let me move her. All right, so you're running up to this dude? Yeah, just to there. And I'm gonna like hunter's mark and then dual wheel. Remember what happened last time you heard him? All right. Go ahead and make your text. Sometimes you hurt them. It's gonna spray at us again. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Her boo guy is right here. Yeah, okay. right here. Two Get, it. Get it. Seventeen. Aw. So I got a uh, seven. It was seventeen plus seven. Twenty-seven. Yeah, that'll hit. <laughs> yeah. But then the other one's a natural one. <laughs> Okay, um, so here's oh, what happens. You slice him. Go ahead and roll your damage on the first hit, including okay, your hunter's so mark. Get... All right, so the first hit plus hunter's is... Ah, I got two sixes! Do you want me to show you? I can show you. I'm not nope, I believe you. Okay, so, plus the three, so 15. So the bright, the good side is that you slice him in half. Nice. Uh, the bad side is, is because you got the natural one on the second blow. You were coming around. You were expecting him to be a lot more resilient than he was. And you step basically right into the space he was occupying as the green slime just sprays up between your legs, all over your face, uh, uh, just yeah. geysers everywhere. 
Um, and I need you to make a dexterity saving throw. Uh, oh my goodness. Let's find out what that is. getting darker and darker, Ross. <laughs> I know. Next, the next action is going to be tentacles somewhere. That's no, true. I, I, I actually, I actually I didn't like choose it. that well. <laughs> the sun has gone down. 13. I got a 13. Computer, turn on lamps. I got a thirteen. Oh no, you're you don't need to make a deck save because you're you just stepped into it. That's why you got the you're you're oh. just slimed. Uh, oh, I need a chroma okay. to make a deck save. Oh, oh I thought you said I definitely oh, she's, she's just slimed. There's no no way around that for her. At least I didn't hit you a chroma. I slimed myself to not hit her. You got a seven? Yeah. All right. So you got slimed too. Hold on a second. Gross. You guys are yeah. disgusting, and I don't know if I like hanging out with you. It just sprayed all over the place. It's... Good thing you need your money, honey. All right, so um... at least I'm coming out clean. <laughs> I'm gonna do this right in the face. That's okay. Guess what? I have this magic spell. That I just go whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. That's right. You're a presentation, you asshole. <laughs> you each take five. Uh, points of acid damage as this stuff sprays on you. Okay. Wait, and I have a defense against acid. You have a resistance against it? Yes, uh, take, from my iron fang. So then you take two points of acid damage. <laughs> yeah, nice. I, you guys are still both disgusting right now. And you are covered in green slime. Um, uh, Roja. And so you will take 1d10 acid damage at the beginning of each of your turns until the slime is scraped off or destroyed. No, that happens to both of you. I'm sorry. Oh, it happens to me too? Yep. And I'm resistant to acid? Yeah, you'll, you'll just take less. Um, sunlight, any effect that cures disease and any effect that deals cold fire or radiant damage destroys a patch of green slime, by the way. Fire does? Oh, great. Yeah. So that brings us to the top of the initiative order. Ember, what would you like to do? So the guys in front of me, which ones are alive? Um, the only one that's alive now is this goblin archer that's at the bottom here. Don't okay. forget to roll your d6, by the way, Ember. Oh, well, let's start with a D2. Two, so I did right, not so have my fire breath. Not recharge, but you still have your other fire breath if you want to use it. Um, so let me look at what I got here. If you have cleaning of acid off friends, that would be great. Who wants to pay me money? Whoever pays me money gets to get clean. <laughs> I'll, say some, I'll say an undercommon. An undercommon. A chroma. I have a plan. Just let her do her thing. Right. So, <laughs> what would you like to do, Amber? It's not how you gain friends, <laughs> not my life. So, prestidigitation can clean them if I need them to. Uh, you can clean one of them with prestidigitation. 
anybody willing to give me anything to clean them? Because I will do it. Is that what you just said to us? I will heal you if you take your time and can clean both of us before we leave here. I will heal you from the rocks that fell on your head. Can I, can I clean them both? It'd take you two turns, but yes. So would, you, would you like to kill the guy and then we'll work out our trade business? Well, if you're going to clean someone, I take less damage because I'm acid resistant. So you can clean Roha. I, I don't think that I can do any damage to the guy that far without hurting Tori. Oh, okay, gotcha. So, so I can you clean me. Him. I'll kill him. Okay, and then you we're good with that. Me. And you, you promise to heal me. I will heal you, and then you clean her when it's safe. Deal. Right. You also hurt her like eight damage. So, yes, there's there's a little bit of a debt right. there as well, Maybe but we'll work that out. That you hey. step up and uh, cast a, a spell, and the slime sort of falls away from. Uh, Roja's body and pools on the floor. Um, that will bring us to a chroma. I take damage. Uh, yeah, you take. You don't have a, any bonus actions or anything you're going to take, right, Amber? Just the movement, the prestidigitation? Right. Nothing else. All right. Uh, you take three points of acid damage, the chroma. Yeah, that's after reducing the damage for the resistance. Cool, cool. Okay, so is it possible for me to leap over this square? Yeah, it's five feet. You should be able to jump it. Yeah, okay. You can so acrobatics check to make sure you don't, like, slip and fall in it. Mm. <laughs> great. Okay. for the course right now. Work, <laughs> work, Okay, I got a 16. Yeah, so you like jump up and kick off of the frame of this door and land in front of this dude. Parkour! Okay, perfect. Um, and then I am going to... Which one shot out Um, I want to do fire... Wait a second, that's too close. I mean, you'll still get him. Think... I'm going to do green flame blade. This is what I want to do, Travis. Mm -hmm. Okay. I want to do green flame blade. And then I want the fire that comes off, I want to use a sorcery point to control flames and use that to get the acid off of me. Okay. Cool. Well, I have enough flame to get the acid off of me and then also remove the acid spot that was behind me. Yeah, you can you can blanket an area five feet wide with fire with control flame. So yeah, great. So I'm going to green flame blade. So I need to first. I'm going to hit him with. I'll just whip him. I have the whip out. All right. Yeah. So I got to roll. Yep. Go ahead and make just a d20 attack check. Twelve plus nine is twenty-one. Yeah, you crack him across the face with the whip. Go ahead and roll your damage. <laughs> I hate you. I'm so glad you learned that. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm, I'm very good with this. Um, oh my gosh. I don't know what I'm doing. Okay, sorry. Equipment. Are you fine? I, I ran off of that. Um, 10 for the green flame blade uh, and 1d4 plus 
Okay. You uh, hit him in the face with the whip and uh, like slice his face in half and like half of his head sort of just slides down and his brains leak out. It's pretty gross. Perfect. And then I cast my sorcery point to control, control flames. I get the acid off of me and then remove that acid spot right next to me. Excellent. So now there is no acid besides that wall of acid that's up ahead of you um, or up north of you. And you have killed everything that's in this hallway. And just as you're about to like take a breath and I believe you were going to cast a healing spell. Is that right, Rohan? That was right. I'll let you go ahead and take now. I'll let you go ahead and cast your healing spell and Ember, I'll let you go ahead and roll a six sided die for me real quick. One. All right, no recharge. What spell are you casting, Rohan? I will cast a level one cure wounds because she hit me in the head, but I made a promise. All right. I still got you. <laughs> Go ahead and uh, roll that damage. Also saved. Or so, uh, damage, baby. No, I. It's an eight. All right. So you gain eight hit points back. And just as that happens. Uh, you hear a noise coming from the north. Um, it sounds sounds like just like that. And that's where we'll wrap up game for this session. Oh man! <laughs> so much goo. At least we're all clean. I mean, Jeez. I'm clean. <laughs> but yes I don't know if you're that clean a door fell on you so there's, there's <laughs> there we go <laughs> rocks are better than slime it was really more yeah, like rocks and stones and shit but yeah so you hear this weird chittering noise coming from uh, to, to the northeast um, through that door past the, the wall of slime I think and before we end game I feel like and you told us to be in here <laughs> Wait, what is this? I'll be like, do what you do. <laughs> Excellent. So, um, do you want to do? Uh, let me look at my calendar real quick. Well, we can do this after we wrap up. Um, real quick, before we. Uh, yeah, uh, so just to wrap things up real quick, I'm going to have everybody uh, introduce themselves, uh, tell us who you are and what you do, and we will start with Akroma. Tell us who you are what you do, please. Hi, I'm Tori Clark. I'm an actress and model and costume designer in Chicago, Illinois, and I play Akroma, who is a hot-headed, half-draconic, half-drow character who has something that her dragon daddy needs, and now she's on an adventure to give it to him. And she's not really sure about her traveling companions as of now. <laughs> knocked out six of them at once for you. Just putting them out there. That's, that's true. That's true. All right. Uh, so next up, go ahead, uh, Roja. Tell us who you are, what you do, and who you are playing, please. Hi, I'm Roz. I'm in the Air Force. I'm playing Roja, who is so relieved to be away from humanoids right now and actually doing navigating rangery things. She tried the feelings. 
feelings get dramatic real fast. So we went off from on this little guard mission and I actually get to do ranger stuff. So as gooey and stressful as it is, Roja's in her element. We are good to go. Yes, Roja's element is goo. It's um, well, I'm gonna say fighting and navigating, but that could be the two. We'll see. Excellent. And then lastly, Ember, tell us who you are, what you do, and who you're playing, please. So I'm Allie DeVries. I am Tori's sister. Woo! And I am also a hothead <laughs> dragonborn who is leading, <laughs> leading the party here. And uh, I know why she's here. Not so sure why that one's here, but I cleaned <laughs> her up anyway. Excellent. Awesome. <laughs> and uh, I am uh, your Dungeon Master, Travis Legg. Uh, I, when I'm not running games, I'm writing them. Uh, you can get my stuff at Dungeon Master's Guild, Draft Through RPG, all over the place. Um, I don't have anything particular to promote, so just make sure that if you haven't done so, you uh, subscribe to the channel, follow us on Twitch so you know when we go live, and uh, join us. Uh, we've got normally Mondays, we've got Scarlands, Myths, and Matchmakers. Every other Wednesday, we've got Extreme Drowus, and on Fridays, we have Calculated Risks and Eberron Adventure. Uh, there's also going to be a new um, podcast starting on Thursdays, that's gonna be run by Oliver Clegg, who uh, you may know from Scarred Lanes, Myths and Matchmakers, if you watch that, he plays Mrs. Hatch. Uh, he's gonna be running Hatch. a Ravenloft campaign on the channel here, uh, coming up real soon, I think it's starting in May. So uh, we will get you the information on that, the specific days and times very soon, so make sure you're uh, paying attention to all of our social media outlets, uh, like the Extreme Draws page on Facebook and all that fun stuff. And we will see you again soon. One quick addendum. Yeah. Even though Travis says there's nothing to advertise, he was recognized by the D&D &D gods that be. And it was all So he was an amazing M. And if Travis will say it, we will say it for him. You do amazing things. And thank you for everything that you do for us. Well, thank you. That's very sweet. I appreciate that. Yeah, if you go to the Dungeon Masters Guild Facebook page, there was a little interview. Just the DM's Guild Facebook page. Just oh, that. Yeah. <laughs> um, there, there was a little interview with me. I talk about making games and stuff. It was a fun time. Um, I'll have the link in the description on this video. Yeah. Um, thank you very much, Roz. I appreciate it. And uh, we will see you guys soon. Peace. Bye.